Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio. Is Simon Rose. It's time for the financial outlook for personal investors. I'm joined today by Neil Shah, Director of Content and Strategy at Edison Group. We're going to talk about the world of investment from a UK perspective. We're going to start with a company that was out of favour massively with investors for a while, but has uh, really turned itself around, uh, and that's Rolls-Royce. Yeah, reported results today. I think stock is up 10% on uh, record profitability. Um, really encouraged not just by the improvement in the profitability, but also just the cash conversion uh, that is taking place. So uh, wh- why is this of interest? Um, I think, uh, you know, part of this is just the importance of leadership. Um, so the CEO took over from uh, Warren East, uh, who had to deal with COVID and a lot of the restructuring. So actually a lot of the sort of changes that, that uh were taking place had already been put in place. But the, the really interesting thing about Tufan, uh, he's ex-BP, um, used to run, I think, the downstream business at, at BP, came into Rolls-Royce. You know, the thing I like about him as a CEO is that in a very complex environment, he's able to simplify, you know, what you what the business is about and turn it into those sort of sound bites that both investors and their own staff, etc., sort of understand. It's those simple messages. And I really like his approach to it. Underneath it is this drive effectively to do develop effectively the right kind of long-term profitability for roles. Um and he's done that by, you know, being for really focusing on on the things that matter, which is to to develop the right kind of uh, operating profit, being firm on pricing. So rolls two big parts of the the business. There's the civil aviation side of things, and they focus on, you know, predominantly the large body sort of uh, planes, etc. They they do some of the sort of narrow body plane, and then the defence side of things. The, the, the history of roles had, and I think where they lost their way to a certain extent is that, you know, they would chase contracts. Um, so, you know, large plane, mm. plane uh, company would want a sort of new fleet, et cetera. And, you know, they, they would ne- wouldn't necessarily sort of, uh, they would be a little bit more flexible on price to, to, to lock those contracts in. He's been much firmer on price. And I think that that's the benefits that you start to see coming through uh, on on the return on capital. What's on the horizon that I like? Well, well, they didn't pay a dividend, um, but you know their, their cash position is such that the ratings agencies are likely to revisit roles and sort of move them back into an investment grade sort of uh, rating. And when that happens, it'll open up the potential for the business to to pay a dividend. So providing that they keep doing the things that they're, they're, they're doing, um, I, I think, I think uh, you know, there's much further to run with the stock. 
Um, they're also benefiting from the fact that actually, you know, Boeing's struggling a little bit with its own issues, which it means its main market, it, it can continue growing market share and be firm on price. So, you know, there's a little bit of help in terms of yes. executing <clears throat> that strategy. Well, that's intriguing because like so many private investors and, and like, for instance, companies like Marks and Spencers, you see as they suddenly come back into favour, you think all the way up, oh, well, I've missed it now. I've missed it now. Yeah. But it sounds as if for Rolls, perhaps the picture is only just beginning. I think so. I mean, I, look, I mean, it, it, to a certain extent, they're only getting back to where they were you know, pre-COVID. And actually, if you think that, plus they're running the business much more efficiently, um, there's a greater opportunity. And, uh, you know, I'm... Uh, I really like the fact that he's he's not interested in short-term games. He's trying to get the business um, sort of positioned uh, for the, the long term. It, it's sort of a Liverpool fan, but I did uh, pick up on Jim Ratcliffe's comments on Manchester United, which is that I'd rather walk slowly to the right direction rather than quickly to the wrong one, right? So it's I think, I think quote, it's yes. a, a, absolutely where I think he's taking it. And there were a while ago, it looked as if they were going to get a contract from the government for small modular um, reactors, which to many people seems to be a better way forward than these enormous things that we rely on the Chinese or the French for yeah. that uh, turn up about 25 years late and 20 times the price. Now the government's contracted that out. So it, it, is that important to Rolls, whether they get it or not? Is it just a smallish part of the business? It's, 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 it's an optionality part of the business. So I think it's an area where if they, you know, I mean, it, there's a long-term issue in terms of getting the right energy mix for, for a net zero future and solving the nuclear conundrum uh, is a big part of that. And and so, you know, it's one of those things that uh, I think it's important from an optionality perspective. If they tip it, you know, there's another leg to the story. To, yes. so it's kind of, it's, if you, to, to draw the analogy, it's like Apple, you know, they they start with the phones but then you know there, there's the app store and then there's the yes. next thing and the next thing so I, th- I think that that's what's interesting about this business well let us um, pause for a moment and we'll move on mm-hmm. sharing ideas about money this is share radio This is Simon Rose. You're listening to the Financial Outlook for Personal Investors. I'm talking to Neil Sharp of Edison Group. So you want to look at another company now. Which one? Yeah, so going from the very large to something which uh, is a little bit off radar for a lot of people, but I want to draw people's attention to Pan-African Resources. Um, London listed, about £400 million market cap company. Um, it's, uh, it's a miner. It's operating in South Africa. Um, with sort of precious metals. What what are the interesting things about this company? The, the first is the valuation. Have a look at it um, against its peer group, and it is on significantly low multiples than, than a lot of the other sort of miners in, in, in the space. Um, the other thing which um, I think is interesting is that they, they they're starting to ramp up effectively their production so they've got the existing mines that they're operating and running. And they, they, these are seasoned operators, so they run these things reasonably efficiently. And they've got um, quite long sort of reserves, et cetera. And uh, there is a note on, on the Edison uh, website. They produced results of the 14th of uh, 
uh, a February Valentine's Day, um, Charlie, uh, our analyst, has written a note on those results. On, on the table three shows oh, the production, and there is a mine there yeah, called Barberton, which it's one of these things that the, the more you dig, uh, you know, the bigger the resource is likely to be. So mm. there's a very long lifespan effectively to this mine. On top of that, there's a couple of new no. projects coming on stream. And again, I think that that's going to ramp up their production in due course. So uh, I draw people's attention to it as perhaps a little bit overlooked, interesting value, story going into the right direction in terms of production with uh, some, some incremental growth. But the, the, the other side of it, you've got to the board is that there is a risk. You're operating in South Africa. There's jurisdiction risk in South Africa. Um, but I, I think providing you're comfortable with that, um, it's it's a sort of long-term holding, which I think mm. could do potentially very well. Yes, I, I guess private investors who have invested in the commodity sector, particularly things like gold and silver, it's probably best not to put all your eggs in one gold mine. Yeah, this is, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those that you can build a portfolio of these. I'll put it on the list. It's one yeah. to look at yeah, because yeah. it's it's you know compared to the endeavors and the uh, Anglo golds, etc. The valuation is really really interesting, and you know I think that that if you want exposure to gold, it's definitely one that I think gives you that margin of safety that so often we talk about. Neil, thank you very much indeed. That's Neil Shah, Director of Content and Strategies, Edison Group. He'll be back with me again for the Financial Outlook for Personal Investors in a fortnight's time. Thank you. Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio.